So, uh, from fingers to hand, we've got help. The Beatles are roaming everywhere. <laughs> yes, I always love it when we get Paul, George, Ringo, and John in on this. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I love this. Yeah. This, I mean, we could we could have done a, uh, an eight-legged freak situation. Oh, yeah. But what would be the fun in that? Yeah. Uh, is it spelled like the band or is it? Yeah, it is spelled okay, like the band. Good. And it's also it's help. Help, yeah. Exclamation yeah, yeah. mark. Yeah. yeah. So we are doing an eight-legged freaks thing, but it's two-legged freaks. <laughs> four. Four two-legged freaks. Four two-legged so freaks. So it is eight-legged eight, freaks. Eight-legged freaks. <laughs> No, that's, no, that's wait. How would you say it? How would you say it? No, no, that's it. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm putting my foot down here, Tom. It's eight, comma, legged freaks. It's number eight, legged freaks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's eight, then a comma, and then legged freaks. Yeah. <laughs> so, revolution number eight, legged freaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, so, so <laughs> the disaster here is going to be the roaming of the Beatles. <laughs> you know, I think... You know, the beginning of Hard Day's Night, where yeah. they're being chased by manic crowds. I'm going to say yes, but no. It's, it's been a hard day. And people going, ah! Yeah. Like a height of Beatlemania, right? Mm. If you reverse the roles, <laughs> so it's the crowd being chased by the Beatles. And we're going to do that yeah. exactly in mm. a scene in this movie. Okay. But this is going to be after the last Beatle has died. Okay. Right? So, basically, <laughs> so basically, Ringo Starr dies. Yeah. Because all the rest of them are dead. Yeah, yeah, all the rest, uh, you know, all yeah. All dead already. They're all, 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 apart from Ringo, all of them are dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as we all know, um, uh, Paul's just been replaced with, with, with a leathery mannequin. Um, what? What? <laughs> oh, right, I thought, I thought they just brought Paul back to life. No, no. Did you not see him in the in the Olympics uh, in, in, in 2016? 2012. I don't know. Right, Matt. I genuinely have no idea what you're referring to. In the to. London 2012 Olympics. Oh yes. Uh, the the opening ceremony. Paul McCartney came out, or Paul McCartney yeah. came out and performed as if he was being puppeteered. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so Ringo. Someone had sticks attached to his hands, and he was just sort of like wobbling them around, like a mascot in Disneyland. Uh, I I love how this is completely aping the concept of yesterday, the film yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it's called tomorrow. It's called tomorrow. It's not, but that's what we'll release it as. That's the shooting title. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, our that's Blue Harvest, yeah, yeah, exactly, if, uh, yeah. if referring to the uh, the Star Wars uh, bit of trivia there. Um, so, yeah, the Ringo Starr dies. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what we're starting and with. And that completes the ritual. <laughs> for all the rest of them to burst from their graves. Yeah. Or do you reckon... Okay, so I'll give you two choices. Either... It was a pact all along mm. that when the last one actually died, the they would all rise and 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 scourge the land. Right? Yeah. Or the second one is that everyone's so sad about like it's fans are so sad not about Ringo specifically. Yeah. But the entire weight of grief hits them that the Beatles are dead yeah that they turn to some very dark means yes 
that and and they they come back the Beatles yeah um I'm gonna say that this is uh, Rebel Wilson is a massive Beatles fan <laughs> and she turns to some dark dark means to so, to try and bring bring back the Beatles I'm gonna bring the Beatles back uh and then she walks, walk, wanders into a dark magic shop. She she's going through. I think she's going through um, some of some of Paul's old stuff. Mm. She's she's bought in a, in a in a secret uh, auction. <laughs> Good and there's Lord. just this this leather bound book. Yeah. that she she finds. So I, I love the idea. You remember how if you uh, play a one of the records backwards yeah. it says like Paul is dead yep. Paul is dead and there's another record that you play back and it goes and it, it is just the ritual for yeah, uh, yeah. for bringing the, the Beatles instructions, back yeah. it's the one that no one listens to it's uh, Octopus's Garden if you play that backwards <laughs> I so like that one it's one of the ring, it's one, the one that Ringo wrote I'm pretty sure that's George Harrison, actually. Is it? I thought it was... Garden. No, I thought it was... Uh, yeah, Submarine was ring out. Yeah. I, I always thought that... I think Octopus's Garden, people think it is because they're both aquatic themed. They're both aquatic themed yeah. and both very stupid songs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like Octopus's yeah, Garden. Yeah, I like it's Yellow nice. Submarine. Why? <laughs> it's it's a children's party song. It's my favourite song when I was a kid. Yeah. 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 Still still is it's, my favourite song when I was a kid. It's the song you'd play past the parcel to. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a good beat for that, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We all live in here. It's it's a good shanty. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, not a shanty. If 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 that was a shanty on a ship I was sailing on, <laughs> every I would have eaten every member of the crew. <laughs> And before we ran out of food. Yeah, yeah. It's not a shanty. What am I thinking of? Like, just a work song. Yeah, it's like a chant. Yeah, a uh, work work chant. Yeah. Which we I, th- I think we should. can be brought back to life. <laughs> brought back to life. Brought back to life. And it's yeah. on that third one, the repetition yeah. of three. Yeah. That, uh, that uh, they burst out of the ground. Yeah. And... Um, as we all know, <laughs> they have, she has to go and dig up. She has to go and uh, dig up um, Paul's shoes from a from a, <laughs> from a grave yeah. near, near Abbey Road <laughs> to to complete the ritual. Yeah, that's it. The the Paul's shoes were buried. Half of this is like an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, where she's trying to find all the uh, different national artifacts. treasury. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Beatles Museum and it's it's got John's glasses. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> she's wearing all of them. She's like she's got this book made of human skin. <laughs> she's got Paul's shoes, John Lennon's glasses. Yeah. She's got like uh, uh, what else? Ringo's she mustache. She's got <laughs> she's stolen Ringo's mustache off the corpse. Yeah. <laughs> And and I quite like the fact that uh, you know how in the real world there's a constant news vigil posted yeah. outside all of the Beatles' graves. Yeah, 
Of course, just in case any of them are... <laughs> any of them decide any, to come any hand, back. Uh, any hands in the foreground going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell, yeah, just in case yeah, that yeah. happens. There's, there's a news <laughs> broadcaster waiting there. It, it's it's, it's licence <laughs> fee money I'm willing to pay. Yeah, yeah, well, you've got to make sure. <laughs> if, you, if, if it's going to happen, you better bloody get it and in a Romero way. <laughs> Yeah, so everyone everyone's watching the news. Yeah, uh, and then suddenly we cut to, oh, and we cut to someone outside a Liverpool cemetery. <laughs> it's our Ringo correspondent. <laughs> well, I think I think I saw a hand there, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then oh oh god, he's back. Ringo Starr's back, and then. Uh, <laughs> We only just finished burying him. We only just finished burying him, and then in in comes in in comes Ringo with some drumsticks hitting him to death. (laughs) (laughs) It takes ages because he's not very good at it. Yeah. So, (laughs) and then um, and then he looks at the camera and goes. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're going to be doing tours uh, starting this July. Starting this just July in the Cavern Club. If you want to, if you want to join us, it, it'll be it'll be an experience you'll not you'll never forget. <laughs> and then they do a tour, which is <laughs> and they just do a tour. They do a tour, which is every location they've and like basically they go into the Cavern Club, mm. right, and. They kill everyone in there. I think we've missed but a trick. But it's that they're not buried in the cavern club. <laughs> yeah. But, but hang on, hang on. It's a tomb. They make their way down to the cavern club. Yeah. Right? And everyone thinks it is a really exclusive. Like they're clamouring to get tickets to see the Beatles play for the first time in 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 you know um, what is it fifty years, sixty years. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and then uh, and then. The doors don't open again. They they don't like come out. No one comes out. The Beatles came back. Jim Morrison never came back. <laughs> the doors to the cavern club. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Uh, don't don't reopen. And they're wondering what's going on. Yeah. And then, like, they, so people try to get in, but they don't come back. Mm. And then, like, months later. They emerge because the of the amount they they are down there for the amount of time that the Beatles exclusively played at the Cavern Club. Wow! They they oh go on God. to progress their entire lives doing the gigs that they did. Good lord! Like they play out the Beatles' lives again, <laughs> but killing everything in their way. Just just by being there for a really long time. <laughs> just by. <laughs> Going into theatres, locking the doors, and then yeah. the people die, die of hunger and thirst. So, so when we cut to them filming Hard Day's Night, yeah. people are running away because they don't want to be trapped. <laughs> yeah. In this film. And uh, how does how did how does Rebel Wilson stop this happening? I I think that uh, it's hard it's hard to make someone be aware of that disaster coming really uh, but I think she figures it out yeah because she's the biggest Beatles fan yeah she and also apparently knows some black magic now well she she might need some black paint 
she, she's going to apply to uh, London Council to get a certain zebra crossing removed. Oh, right. Is that how you end the that's, spell? That's how you... St- that's how you stop it because when like it's it's got to be like oh my god we've got to get this timing right yeah they paint the zebra crossing <laughs> and like the mayor of london's going bloody hell she's right get get our best zebra crossing <laughs> painter over us on this and when you look at it like i like uh, we've got um bill bailey who's a who's like a, a music historian mm. and he's there with a magnifying glass going actually yeah there's there's all these microscopic runes carved into the <laughs> carved into the the painting of this zebra crossing. I think I think we've got to bring uh, Billy Shears into this at some point. Yeah, like Billy Shears is the uh, is the guy that apparently replaced Paul. Yeah, um, so <laughs> clearly he's not dead. <laughs> Yeah, no, he never died. I, I think I think we we've, we've got to have a standoff. No, he is entombed. Within, oh my God. within the Abbey Road crossing, <laughs> but not dead. Yeah, he's yeah. cryogenically frozen. Oh my God! And it, the, the the it was to it was to try and mm. stop the ritual coming to pass. Yeah, way back in the way back in the seventies when they like, after they'd broken up, they'd, they'd wake him up when the time was right. Exactly when but, when uh... they were like, well, as long as he survives. Because he's a member of the Beatles, quote unquote. Yeah. As long as he survives, all the Beatles can't possibly be dead, right? Mm. But there was one thing missing. He didn't. He never got to play with them live, um, uh, as as a unit. Yeah. Therefore, was didn't finish his inauguration into the band. <laughs> so uh, Warwick Davis playing with, uh, uh, Billy Shears um, <laughs> is is. <laughs> like, could you imagine if? <laughs> if they tried to replace Paul with with someone who looked like Warwick Davis, yes, yeah, I can, and that's yeah. what's happening in this movie. That is um, that's what's happening. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> because he never played with them all on stage, mm. he never got properly indoctrinated into the band. Of course. Therefore, um, uh, he's on stilts, big shoes. No, no, I, I, he hasn't got any shoes on. Yeah, I know you're right. Of course. Uh, of he, he wouldn't course. be wearing shoes. Yeah, he wouldn't, you're right. Um, but, yeah, um, Warwick Davis has to get on stage mm. with these zombie beetles. He it, like he has to be woken up from Frozen, right? Defrosted from Frozen and then sent into these death traps of a theatre because no one comes out of those, but he, take, he goes in and he's got his guitar and he's just like... <sighs> Come on, Billy, you were born for this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Billy, you were literally cryogenically frozen. <laughs> you, you, you were literally cloned for this. <laughs> and then frozen in time. And so kicks Your the, life is the Beatles, Billy. Kicks his way in and starts <laughs> like, like, help! Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I really like uh, the whole concert playing the entire Beatles discography yep. and when they get to when I'm 64 it's when I'm 164 <laughs> something will occur yeah. it's like 2012 <laughs> something in the way we move <laughs> it's like no other corpse <laughs> something in the way we're able <laughs> 
to walk about and stuff. It's uh, until you've had enough. Yeah. And then we'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's that's how it ends. Yeah. Uh, with that song playing. So thank you, Fingers to Hand, for that uh, that Beatles... Beatlemania. <laughs> Beatlemania is back and it's killing people. It's killing people. <laughs> <laughs> no theatre is safe this summer. No theatre is safe. I can imagine quite a lot of venues they played have been closed down. <laughs> yes. So they are just going to random buildings. Random houses, yeah, it's yeah. great. It's just like some some block of flats and they're just like <laughs> trapping people in their own homes and playing them to death. Hang on. Talking to you? Hello. Hello. Yes. Mm, hello. Uh, mm. You're on track one now, ah. and I'm on track two now. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Every time I tried to turn you up, you were going, I, I was pushing myself up. Sneaky pushed, sneakily pushed myself into up number the, one. Into the number one spot. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> just while I was out of the room, you were like, <laughs> swap I'm, going, over. "I'm going to swap these over and then and then turn my voice down." This one episode <laughs> is going to be really annoying to read to audio files because we're going to swap places on the very mild panning I do. <laughs> you scrapped it. I, I do it the other way. always pan. I no, but in live recording, I uh. pan. Myself oh. to the left slightly, and you to the right slightly. Right. Um, <laughs> so it's not going to be consistent episode to episode. <laughs> no, well, it is consistent episode to episode, but not on this. In this case, yeah, this will be course. the one episode where it's it's panned the opposite way. Where around. where when you're listening to this on the bus, John, yeah. uh, you you'll find that that you're I'm sat on the other side. You're on the you're panned to the left, and I'm panned to the right now. Bizarro bus. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Bizarro bus. You think you're on the way to Games Workshop, but actually you're on the way home. So you're on the way to Works Game Shop. <laughs> it's just the same logo, just the words are reversed. Shop Games Works. <laughs> You think you're going to get an Eldar Death Squad, but actually you're a, you're about to get a Lad Ray. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You couldn't think of any Warhammer. Like you just, La, just a clocked lad, out. Lad Ray, uh, Edith, <laughs> quads. For those who are listening, um, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, who's listening. John is. Uh, I find I'm giving a special shout out. Actually, Johnny's a patron for as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, uh, from the mess that is our Patreon mentions, <laughs> uh, Patreon names. Yeah. Um, but uh, is 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 a, is a fan of the show uh, and is a big fan of, of Warhammer. Um, and we are not sure if we brought them into existence. This is the thing. I made a joke about some guy in the bus mm-hmm. going, going, <laughs> going to buy Warhammer on the, on, the, on the bus while listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And now they are a Twitter. Yeah, they're, they're, they're tweeting us. They're tweeting us. Their profile picture <laughs> is a picture from the front of a bus. Yep. Um, the <laughs> They're called John Loves 40K. Yeah. Um, and uh, their account is entirely memes about loving Warhammer. Yeah. And some tweets uh, at the podcast and at other podcasts. Maybe if we give John 
Maybe if we just say John has more interests. Yeah. Maybe. John will suddenly de- develop more interests. Yeah. It's stranger than fiction. I understand. Okay. <laughs> of course. Of course this podcast en- like ended up in that place. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. we, what we didn't realise was our SoundCloud was, was the magical typewriter. <laughs> We are Emma Thompson, right? <laughs> yeah. Is, is that, that, is that, is, the is that film? who it is? Was it Bill Murray was in Stranger Than Fiction? Is was it Stranger it, Than Fiction? Is or it Brendan is it... Fraser? Who was who was the, the, the bloke from Stranger Than Fiction? Who am I? It, oh, I, it's uh, Nick Cage. Is it Nick Cage? Nick Cage. No. It's, it's uh, what's his name? Kaufman. The... Charlie Kaufman, Charlie Kaufman yeah. the 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 guy who did the uh, Malkovich one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and uh, the getting cold and looking, thinking back over your whole your whole life one. And thinking <laughs> I remember of ending that. Things. And thinking That's of ending called. things yeah, on yeah, Netflix, yeah. yeah. Otherwise known as the pig one. The pig one. I don't know why. I just feel like there's a pig bit in it. I don't think I don't remember any pigs being in that movie. I feel like there's a pig in it. Um, yeah, I got the ice cream. I remember the ice cream. Oh God, yeah, yeah uh, that film. It's a very strange movie. That anyway. Yeah, it f- it feels like we've pitched it, but it's it's one of those ones where you're like, mm, I don't know what. Someone's know really what thought about this yeah. a lot, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not sure it's better for it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know when you've done like a piece of art or something like that and yeah. you're like oh I'm just going to tweak it and then and then like it ends up just being <laughs> something like, that it com- only means something to you yeah yeah, yeah exactly that's, <laughs> that is exactly what I'm thinking of ending things is um, yeah but anyway so yeah we're, we're stranger than fiction um, <laughs> writer uh, and and we have suspicions uh. that maybe we've, we've written John into existence so we'll Check back at some point to find out how that's going. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, John loves forty k on Twitter. Can't recommend uh, uh, following them enough. Yeah, no, um, I, I can't. I just wanna. I wanna hear more about what John has to say. Lot, lot, of, lot of good Eldar memes. I'm not, not sure. I like just how strong the orc hatred is, mm. but. I, I, I've got no horse in that race, you know. It's they're they're forty they're forty k sort of civilizations. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know about them. Yeah, I mean I, I mean maybe he has other stuff that I, I mean I I mean I just want to see what he's writing on his on his paper about nineteenth uh, century American politics, for yeah. example, because yeah. he's doing that at university. Oh. So oh yes, of course, yeah. yeah so yeah. John John Frankie Kennedy, yeah, John yeah. Frankie Kennedy. I just wanna, I just wanna see, I just wanna just for, wanna for their life, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, um, also uh, their 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 birthday this this week. So uh, yeah, so happy birthday, John Frankie Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's our own little conspiracy. Yeah, the 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 as as Ross Originals put it on on Twitter. The JF40K conspiracy. <laughs> Brought to you by Life's a Pitch podcast. Yeah. Disaster movies. Let's, let's just talk about them. Let's talk about disaster movies. I've never enjoyed one, really. Really? I mean, apart from, you know, your, your kaiju ones. Yeah, your Pacific Rim. Yeah, your Pacific Rims, and your, which is more of an action movie. Your, your, your Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is more of a thriller. Yeah. It's like... There's it's it's Tinkerbell Lane feels I mean like Tinkerbell Lane feels like a Twilight Zone episode rather than a 
<laughs> than an actual disaster movie. It does and it doesn't because disaster movies do have the tropes that yeah. that, that that movie does, which is the same mm. same with the, like a zombie apocalypse being a disaster movie, right? Yeah. It's kind of about the human response, not the actual disaster. Yeah. And <laughs> how people cope when they're suddenly lives are suddenly turned upside down yeah. and, uh, and and it's like it adheres to all of them right the mm. the mistrust and the and the the scarcity and the um paranoia what's your favorite disaster movie i know you said you've you don't like them i mean it, you just, you have uh you know 10 cloverfield lane is and, and cloverfield uh, they they yeah. they're, they're good yeah. Good. I, I enjoyed them. I know not everyone liked Cloverfield, but something about Cloverfield that I thought was really good was the fact that uh, I got to the end before I realised there wasn't any incidental score. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't realise that either. It's all, it's all just as if it was on camera, Still, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and uh, camcorded footage. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Cloverfield, although I haven't watched it for years. Yes, yeah, uh, because Ten Cloverfield Lane is that good. Mm, you don't that need I, to, yeah. You just don't want to look look too too hard at it. Yeah, and uh, and we'll not talk about the Cloverfield paradox. Well, I didn't even bother. Cause <laughs> it, it got such bad reviews. I was like, it's got some really weird moments in it. That's it. That's mm. that's all that I think. Like, uh, what's his name? Chris O'Dowd ends up with his arm stuck inside a. Uh, space station or something. You know, it's it's ten, really you know, weird. You know, Cloverfield Paradox might fe- feels feels to me like one of those shows that at some point in fifteen years time, someone's going to come out with a video essay that says it was brilliant, and mm. we'll all agree. Yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> what Cloverfield Paradox feels like, it feels like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, and and that's it really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ten Cloverfield Lane, without a doubt, the best one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I just. There's so many of them, and mm. so many of them boil down to the bad thing is happening. Mm. I'm a scientist involved in the bad thing, and I got to talk to these army guys, and the army guys are like, "Well, we can't do that. It will disrupt the business." Uh, and then the businessman's like, <laughs> "I'm making money," and then uh, that they don't do it. They don't do anything about it. And then the the bad happens, and only the scientist can do anything about it. Uh, you've just joined us on Talking Film. I'm talking to the famed disaster film director Roland Emmerich uh, about his new movie, 2013, the sequel to 2012. Businessman goes, <laughs> I'm making the money. That is what they do in your films, yes. And and then uh, they go, run in the car, <laughs> and they're running away. <laughs> Uh, but they can't get away fast enough because it's coming faster than them. <laughs> yeah, that that is what happens. And they got to run even faster to the wars. The, there's a plane. <laughs> there's a plane, and the plane can go faster though than, than even the car can. <laughs> but then the businessman's like, "No, that's my plane. Don't you dare get on my plane." That that big bad uh, big wave of bad is, <laughs> is coming at us fast, and you better get. I've got a gun, and these militarymen are nearby, and and then they go. Where's you? Stop right there! 
uh, and I'm the scientist guy, only I can stop this big wave of bad. And then the military man, then last moment before they all like go in, uh, they they go stand stand down business, stand down business, because the American American military good guys. Ah. in the mil on the on the ground soldiers. Well, you've heard it here first. If uh, if you want to join us next week, we'll be talking to a crescent moon with a face on it about their film Pulp Fiction. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.